You Must Chill, the weekly podcast on all things Scream Free. My name is John Allen Turner. And I'm, that guy... I'm Hal. You're, you're Hal Edward Runkle, right? I am. Right? Just Hal wanted to make sure Runkle. I'm talking to the right guy over there. Hal, how are you today? I, I'm good. I, I had a terrible night's sleep, though. What? Uh, well, that's weird. Isn't that weird we say it's a night's sleep when I didn't sleep? Why you did I not it? sleep. I didn't yeah. sleep, You really. had a terrible night's not sleep. That's what it is. Okay, what uh, were you? What what happened? Uh, With my body was kind of hurting. I kind of have that. I've got you know. uh, You've got uh, uh, plates uh, in your back, or what? what, You got titanium steel. You are Wolverine, right? Of course I am. (laughs) And when I take my shirt off, I look just like Hugh Jackman too. Uh Please, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Jenny wishes. uh, so I've got, yeah, I've had major surgery on my back, a couple of surgeries. And so sometimes I just wake up with pain, but also I was tossing and turning and... Turning and tossing. Yeah, and I was... And turning all night. And, but so I eventually just had to get up. And, Were you, like, do you, do you get, uh, does your mind just start sometimes. going and you can't turn it off? I, I get that. Yeah. I, usually if I can get to sleep, I'll be okay. Really? Uh, I can usually stay asleep. So there's well. one of two. And yeah. what I've... What I've done what i've discovered is the you're either a person who has trouble getting to sleep that's me or you're a person who has trouble staying asleep and that's, and that's you that's me yeah and it's usually because of pain and and yes uh, please send in all your recommendations about the mattresses because <laughs> i know that's what you're thinking we have a tempur-pedic it's uh, amazing whole, yeah you've got but, a great um spend a third of your life there you do john that's what they say well we're supposed to but we don't well, no yeah no. yeah exactly See, that's especially if, you, if you're in our situation that's if you're getting eight hours with yeah, yeah that ain't happening last night it was about three and because but i couldn't stop thinking about money stuff and so I, you, so you're worried about the finances i'm thinking about uh you because know, i took my daughter on that college oh, right, visit right we talked I, about that yes, last time. And i've been oh, taking a lot of college stuff and, and she, go, it's not like your daughter is interested in going to the local community college you know and if she wanted to do that that would be just be fine great on the but pocket no book. she wants to go to stanford or notre dame or pepperdine mm-hmm. or you know someplace to which we tell her that's fantastic sure. as long as they give lots and lots of scholarship right which, my daughter, the other day, at, we were talking about colleges, uh-huh. and my daughter said, well, I don't know, that's kind of expensive, isn't it? What, just college? It, well, she was talking about, we were talking about Pepperdine oh, in particular. Oh, oh, yes. Isn't Pepperdine kind of expensive? Yeah. You know, what are you going to say to your daughter? You're like, just let me worry about that, okay? Yeah. You don't need to be thinking about right. but uh, But then, no, you say, yes, it yes, is. Yes, it is. And it is. But again... But you know, I, I, you know what, though? Here's... Don't let the cost... Uh, this is what I wanted to tell yeah. you. Don't let the cost or potential cost of college keep you from dreaming big. That's... And colleges actually say that. Yeah. Especially private schools. Of course, expensive colleges will tell you that. We'll tell you that all day. <laughs> but I'm learning, you know, in the game here that private schools have a lot more flexibility in mm-hmm. how they charge. And, and they, and so, you know, Harvard says, do not think, do not let us tell, don't tell yourself no before we do. Okay. Let right. us tell you no. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but don't let money, you're, you, and, but, Here's another thing is BYU study came out last year and it was looking at the graduation rates and the job um like the, securing how they get a job and and what the word is that I, don't know. I was thinking vocational s- placement yeah, job placement yes there you go there you go uh I was thinking securations <laughs> That's what three hours of sleep yeah, will do to you. you. Not on my sharpest here. I'm making up words, but they're not good <laughs> they're words. They're not the good words. Yeah, they're time. not like scream free. No. Yeah, this one. So uh, the study looked at kids who are an integral part of paying for their college. 
Okay. Versus kids whose parents pay the whole thing. Okay. And the results are what you would think they would that be. Kids who own the part of their education much, have a little skin in the game. Much higher graduation rates, yeah. much better job placement rates. That makes sense. It does. And, and yet, here I am worrying about how I'm going to... Well, it's going to take Did you work when you were in college? Effort. I had to. I paid yeah. for my whole school. So I worked every summer. Yeah. You know, I, I, I even had... Um, uh, on campus, you know, I had work study mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I I had to pitch in as well. Yeah, I my um I had to pay for most of my schooling, um, and, but I took a bunch of loans out as well. Mm. Nothing like the hundred and forty thousand oh, that people. Yeah. Now I had to borrow for graduate school because yeah. I was married with two kids and no job, and yeah, yeah. So I borrowed for grad. I'm still actually paying on that, but wow. yeah, but I went to graduate school for. Eight yeah, years. that's true. That's true. Yeah. Long yeah. time. Change of course there. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so you worrying about? So I'm worrying about that. And yeah, and I got. A, I saw a thing. A buddy of mine who is uh, on Facebook, and he was selling both of his cars. He had a couple of 2009 cars. Nothing, you know, dramatic, uh, like a Ma- oh, yeah. Mazda uh, SUV and some other SUV uh, Toyota. But selling both of them. Selling both of them, and so. He's asking anybody interested, and and so some people out there are saying, "Well, yeah, but what's, what's going, going on?" on? Yeah, yeah. Right? That, that, you know? that somebody would sell both of their vehicles. Are you moving right. to a foreign country? Are you moving to yeah. New York City or? But I know that like he's that? got a senior in high school. Yeah, he's got okay. two kids in high school, and then two. I think he's got four total, maybe five. I Goodness. don't know. I don't know. He was a, a viral person. Yeah. Uh, viral, viral, viral. Thank viral. you. <laughs> Three hours sleep. Viral person. He was a viral person. <laughs> How many people did he have these kids Jeez. with? <laughs> and what diseases was oh, he passing along? Oh, man. Right? Okay, Sorry. so so he's a fertile mm-hmm. man. So, and great guy. Kids. Great guy. Love the guy. And But he just put <laughs> a line. Hopefully he doesn't listen to this podcast. Thankfully. Uh, nobody listens <laughs> to this podcast. What are we kidding oh, ourselves? That's not true. I'll, t- I'll tell you a story later. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. But so he just put a line and said, hey, college is expensive. And also, so that's why he's selling both of his cars. And when he said, and he said, newer cars are also more expensive on insurance when you put teenagers on, which I just learned. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, because you've had to add. Your well, daughter yeah, I had to add and... my daughter, but we had her. We added her to the two. Uh, the sorry, the nineteen ninety six Honda Odyssey minivan with two hundred and ten thousand miles. What do your kids call it? The Beast Mobile. The Beast. The Beast. Just, just the, the beast, beast. Right. Yeah. And it was it was interesting. My daughter was struggling with. She was going over to some friends' house yesterday, actually. For it was, yesterday was Sunday, and it was, they were having a big student council. She's on student council, and they were having a big project. And so lots of kids. Mm-hmm. Now you know the kid, the school that my yeah, kids yeah, yeah. go to, and there's a there's, a, there's high... a fair amount of money in the parking lot of yes. your and so she was high school. embarrassed to take the beast. <laughs> Which I said, well, I. I've been embarrassed to take the beast as well. Right, you've mm-hmm. talked about that. How mm-hmm. at uh, especially like uh, at, the, at airport. the airport, yeah. When they're you, know, what's your car? <laughs> when you're in the little park and ride thing, find the ugliest, uh, cheapest yes. car out here. That's mine. Yeah, that's what I tell them. But I said, you know what? I have reason to be embarrassed because I'm a grown man. I'm a grown man who. I'm the one who can't afford anything more than this thing. You, it's just your it's, lame parents. Yeah, that's right? right. You don't have to be embarrassed because you didn't do anything. All you have to yeah. do is say, my parents are dumb. Exactly. Yeah. This is all they let me drive, right? <laughs> what was your first car? My first car, I shared a Chevy Blazer with my brother. That Chevy Blazer. had had okay. brown stripe down the middle of it. Wow. It was At a 1980 something. Datsun. They don't even make Datsuns anymore. They turned into Nissans. Yes. But yeah, Datsun... Datsun what? Though? Like a, a 
B210 oh, or one so of those. Oh, so it wasn't like the Datsun 280Z. No, 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 no. This was like a little coupe, mm-hmm. and uh, it had 140,000 miles on it. And I was sitting at a traffic light one day, and the seat just went out. Boom. <laughs> I, just, I, I was sitting up one moment, and I was laying down in the back seat the next. And I'm at an intersection. <laughs> that was my first car. Uh, that's sweet. <laughs> now I got a cool. I got a couple of cool cars after. Well, I had an '82 Mazda RX-7 after that. Okay, which was kind of cool. I I have to, and then I got an '85 Mustang GT. Ooh, and that'll get you in trouble. It did, and the <laughs> and then eventually I had to sell it because I my dad said I'm not paying the insurance anymore. Yeah, and suddenly I sold it <clears throat> and walked everywhere to college. But he, it brought up this thought: seeing my buddy selling his cars, whatever. Is, you know, I'm facing this. Yeah. A little bit more imminently than I am. D-Day. Yeah. You know, start paying in, in a year and a half. And uh, it, it, here's one of the basic tenets of screen-free parenting is that we shouldn't sacrifice our whole lives for the sake of our kids. Right. Right. Now, obviously, that, that doesn't mean we don't make sacrifices. Of course we do. Of course. You have to make choices to, you know, adjust for the presence of... I would like a brand new iPhone. But yeah. I don't have one. No. Because I have three kids. Yeah. Right? And we have to divvy things up. And sure. technology has to go to various mm, you places. You make choices and, with finite right. resources. <clears throat> and exactly. so I get it. So I, just, I sacrifice that. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't have a phone. True. Right? You know, I mean, the, like, uh, there, are, there are limits. Like your kid has, uh, yeah, and your kid doesn't have a brand new iPhone. No. 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 And and I love to point out the fact to my kids that I have an iPhone five and you have an iPhone four. Yeah, we we do the trickle down thing. Yeah, you yeah. know. So and usually it starts with me. Uh, you know, yeah. whatever my upgrade is, and then whoever is right. next on the ladder gets mine, and then all the way down it goes. Right, right. And I and I think that's except the way for mm. I, I will say my uh, middle daughter mm-hmm. uh, wants the new five mm-hmm. C five C, and. Um, and she's saved up money for it. Wow. Look so at that. So she's got, yeah, I mean, she's... Because like, it's not like 99 bucks, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah she's, okay. like, she's like $20 shy of it. Wow. But she's doing chores and babysitting and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Good, And so I go, good. fine. And, and in that situation, I don't care if she has the newer, faster technology than me. Do you want to come rake leaves? Ah, she might. Because <laughs> I would you, love to... I would have here's some what, leaves to be raked? Well, my fantasy is paying her to rake our leaves because my daughter has said no. Ooh. Say, hey, hey, you uh, 16 and a half year old, I want you to watch me paying... Watch the work ethic. Yes, watch yeah. me paying the, what, 12-year-old? 12-year-old <laughs> to do the job you could have done. <laughs> Here it is. Go buy your iPhone 5C. Wait, you don't when have you, one, Hannah? Aww. When you get it, text my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> We're sadistic people. We are. Yes. But I just thought, I've been thinking about what changes I'm going to need to make. So you're going to have to make some different kinds of sacrifices. I mean, it totally depends on the package that she gets, right? Uh, she just did her ACT scores, and they were good and, and think they'll get better. So that'll have some money to it, which is cool. Um, but, you know, and I, 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 this is so first world. It really is. Yeah, I'm going to have to give up my golf membership. Oh, dear. How will I, you survive? It, it, hey. Yeah. <laughs> That's my oxygen mask, man. 
Is that your oxygen mask? Actually, it is. It's because I live, you know, I live on a golf course. It's not a great golf course, but it, I live on a golf course, and I can walk to sure. play. Now, you, you are getting ready to have, uh, you're going to have knee surgery here in a yes, couple of months, yeah. right? And then you won't be able to play for how long? Like six months. Six months. So, uh, you save the money. Right, I mean, there th- yeah. there are a lot of things that we have, just sort of regular expenses yeah. that you could cut out. And, and we've done that, you know. You go through the inventory, and you go. Uh, why and is Netflix still charging us twenty dollars? Exactly. We actually had that. Yeah. Yeah. Why are they? Why are they I haven't gotten a DVD from them in a decade. Why don't what we the just heck? go to this or that? You know, and, yeah. and we, uh, there are all these little expenses that you, uh, and if you cut those out, they make a difference. Right. And it's interesting. God. I mean, again, it's so ridiculously first world. But it's like, you know, this Gravity movie comes out, and everybody right, yeah. talks about how you have to see it in IMAX and 3D. IMAX 3D. Which well, I did. be $40 or whatever. For, for yeah. three of us, it was 56 bucks yeah, to go. go to a movie. You know, because it was 1875 for each yeah. of the adults and one kid. Man. Which, by the way, didn't like the movie very much. Didn't care for it, huh? I didn't. It looked like... Uh, it was amazing. Most amazing thing you've ever seen on a screen Just in terms visually, of the visual. It, it looked like this is an exercise in visual uh, self-indulgence. Yeah. Okay. That's what it looked like. Oh, you're just doing this, but in terms but of... But Sandra Bullock's performance didn't wasn't gripping to I, you? You know, I've read all these reviews. I've never been more emotionally connected to a character, and I'm like, I don't think I've ever been less emotionally connected to a character. I'm just like, huh. It, yeah, but you're not nice. That's not... That's not... We just had this conversation True. in the hallway with your mom. Your mom told you that you weren't nice. Well, and I told her that's her fault. She we, raised me. You, I told her that. You're yeah. the one who said, I don't want to be nice. I don't, I'm, I, I'm nice not is nice. not my agenda. That's what I, you said. I did. I'm not a very, I'm not, I'm not a stereotypically nice person. Or I'm not a typically nice. No one, you know why? Hmm. I, think, I think it's because you're from Houston. <laughs> did you see what the people in Houston did yesterday? Oh, my gosh. Booing the quarterback. No. What? When he got hurt. So, so the quarterback for the professional football team in Houston yes. it has had a terrible season. Yes. He gets injured yesterday. Oh, and they cheer. And That's they right. erupt in cheers. That's awful. What is wrong with people in Houston? That's awful. Well, they're too fat. Is that it? They're the fattest city in the nation. Houston's the fattest city in the... Well, I mean, it depends how you're going to measure it, I would but... Th- it's no, so Houston... hot there, it's hard to be fat. No, it's You would it's just also... sweat no. out all that gravy. They have right? the, the, the per capita number one uh, restaurants in, oh, the, in the nation. good restaurants. More restaurants per, because people don't want to be outside, they want to be inside, and they want to be comfortable. Well, I don't... So they're eating a lot. Okay. I don't think of Houston and cuisine together. Is it a lot of fried things? Well, yeah, but also Houston is the number one international city in the U.S. Okay, because so, so you have a lot of international because foods of and things like that. it's because of the the medical center. Oh well, that makes sense, right? Okay, yeah. so so uh, uh, this this quarterback Matt Schaub gets injured. The people go crazy, mm. uh, yeah, no. in a good way, cheering that this man's career may be well, ended. Yeah, you know, in, in a bad way. <clears throat> yeah, I yeah. mean that's a that's a terrible thing, and. That's not an un like uh, he'd had a bad season prior to that, and so uh, there was some reports of people like driving by his house. Yes, right? I saw and that. They, they had taken pictures of his kids yeah. and posted them online, doing creepy things like that. Now, obviously, in sports, there's a long tradition of you know if the coach does poorly, he comes home and there are moving signs mm-hmm. in his front yard and mm-hmm. and those sorts of things. And we've talked about uh, Texas has kind of had a bad season at mm-hmm. uh, the University of Texas, and Mac Brown was kind of on the hot seat. Now, of course, the University of Texas had a great 
Saturday with um, uh, uh, the the Red River rivalry. Is that what they call it now? We 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 stomped our rival. You yes. destroyed. They, we did. The the game was not even close. But listen to how I said it. You destroyed. No, I said we. we. Oh yeah, you did. That's the power that sports has. Who's calling you? You I should turn your phone off before we start recording. I don't get it. I don't see it. Good Lord. What is going on over there? Okay, so you say we, and that's the power that sports has. It's And that's why in this country, well, you know what? It's not this country. I'm not going to say this country. I've been traveling Europe. Sports does this everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's And in positively, it has, you know, it brings an entire world together once every two years for either the, the winter or the summer Olympics. And it has this amazing ability to connect athletes. Israelis and Palestinian athletes are, you know, sharing uh, dorms and stuff, which this, is though. awesome. Think about this. Uh, at the Olympics, there are heated rivalries and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know, and nobody ever boos at the Olympics, do they? No, no, they, no. It's, it's too it's too much a goodwill. It's about game. goodwill and yeah, sportsmanship yeah, and right. all of that kind of stuff, and bringing the world together as a community. I mean, the the International Olympic Committee works hard at that, yes. bringing people together. But then these professional teams and even college teams, we just hate each no, other. No, it's more especially college teams. <clears throat> well, you say that, but you know, I mean, people were cheering. No, that's the, true. The guy yeah, getting injured. I know, I know. And, and of course, all this stuff happens all over the world in, yeah. in soccer. Uh, uh, yeah, soccer, uh, hooligans, hooligans stuff. right? Yeah. yeah. It's, but it, in this country, it's what leads uh, people to voluntarily pay taxes for a new stadium. So in just the city happened. of Atlanta, just we're, happened. Yeah. Yeah, we, we're in we, Atlanta. We're going to build a new stadium for our. Uh, One and four disaster of a football team. Wow. And how much tax money is going to do that? I was thinking about this last night. Um, talk about a tale of two cities. Last Monday, mm-hmm. one week ago, tonight, we watched the Falcons, the professional football team, just implode and lose to a team they should have beaten. Yeah, at the last at, minute. At the last minute. Literally the last minute. It was brutal. It was awful. And right. I was at a sports bar with Dane, mm-hmm. uh, our friend, and, I mean, it was just devastating mm. to people. People were wrecked. And then about 40 minutes later... The Atlanta Braves baseball team did the exact same thing to lose their whole season in the playoffs. I watched both from a hotel in Los Angeles. It was And the awful. next day, like on talk radio, people were... Oh, suicidal. Th- it it's, was the end of the world. I know. Right? And so you've got that extreme. Then last night... Uh, I was thinking about this, the city of Boston, mm-hmm. because you had the New England Patriots, their football team. They ended up winning. In the comes last back minute, and wins they? in the last minute. Touchdown pass over yeah. the extended arms of a defender in the back corner of the end zone. Touchdown. The Patriots win. Mm. And then a few hours later, the Red Sox, their baseball team, mm-hmm. is just being crushed by the Detroit Tigers. And, uh, and then they come back. And in the eighth inning, uh, David Ortiz hits a grand slam home run to tie, tie the, the game, game they end up they going on to win win in uh, and so yeah. in boston and new england they're elated yeah so you've elated. got this tale of two cities where in one city it they're just devastated and in the other city they are elated uh which for atlanta i mean uh, it's fairly normal yeah yeah, yeah. we mean, get used to it we here. get used to it our teams routinely disappoint us one notable exception years and years ago but other than that we have been frequently the runners up what's amazing is just how much we we tie our emotions to that 
Right. Uh, well, like we were talking before the podcast about how yeah, it's easy for me to do with my son watching his baseball team, right? To right. get tied to, for my own personal feelings about life, <laughs> are tied to whether my son throws pitches well as he did on Saturday or pitches poorly as he did on Sunday. Wow. Now, so it's what we do. But the, it's, it's not a, just in sports, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I was trying to think about this a little bit more globally. Yeah. Um, my daughter, as we've chronicled here on the podcast numerous times, uh, my oldest daughter is into these uh, uh, kind of screamo yeah. bands, right? Yeah. And uh, one of the bands that she's uh, a fan of is uh, called My Chemical Romance. They just broke up. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it's devastating. Oh, it's like when the Beatles broke up to... But is it... A smaller degree. I, you know... <laughs> I mean, to an infinitely smaller degree. <laughs> okay, yes. all right. Yes. So, like, you watch that footage of when the Beatles came to New York. 64, yeah. And people are weeping. Oh, going insane. Go, literally losing, you know, just losing their, their minds, minds in yes. public, yes. screaming, shrieking... Can't contain themselves. Right. And again, when uh, the Beatles broke up, they're weeping and and gnashing of teeth and sackcloth and ashes, and yes. I mean it was a disaster. And uh, and so it's not just sports. Like for you and I, it's it's kind of sports. Yeah. But for a lot of people, it's bands or it's well, you see romances, the, you know, right. when people break up, you know, celebrity couples break up well, and, and now it happens, go into depression. And, and now it happens online, right? Where people are not waiting in line on at the, on the tarmac. They're yeah. just doing it online and going nuts. And, and like the, uh, the casting of Fifty Shades of Grey. People are oh. beside themselves. Yeah, because well, now uh, apparently the... Um, uh, the casting of the new Batman. Oh yeah, with Ben Affleck, and and there are petitions, mm. really petitions to stop that. See, from occurring. I think it's all evidence of one of the uh, seven deadly sins of the twenty first century. Okay, which is I I, I call it vicarity. Vicarity. It's a made up word, but we're, it's, it's we're a good living made up word. through yes. other people. other people's adventures, lives, choices. This, I mean, and the, and the beautiful imagery of this is a grown man wearing another grown man's jersey. That's a little weird. With somebody else's last name. Yeah. Somebody else's number, who is younger than you. Now, do you not have one? No, oh, I never have. Like, if someone gave you an when Earl I was, Campbell jersey, I, when I was would you 10, wear it? I had one. When you were 10, okay. Now, I have an old-timey Houston Oilers t-shirt. Okay. And a hat. Wearing a team logo. Yeah, but... Wearing another another man's, man's jersey. jersey. I'm like, yeah. you know what? No, I, I, I'm trying to live my life well. <laughs> I can't right? live. I, I, yes, I don't want to live well. through someone else's exploits. Yeah. But that's what the that's what we do on on line. That's what we do in video games, right? We it, take it, on another persona. Yes, the, the, I mean the uh, whole idea of an avatar. Yeah, is that I'm having someone else represent me. And so I, I'm not here to represent myself and in, in, in live my own life and explore, be adventurous, take risks. I let somebody else do that while I sit on my couch. <laughs> and, and I do I it all watch. with my thumbs. Yes, and I do it with my thumbs, whether it's a remote control uh, for the TV or a controller for a video game. 
it's it's like the the this very very sad sad statement on where we are as people because we can get access more and more access to these people's exploits right. or in, in in someone else's invention of a computer game I can get into I can that enter into a different world, world. right I mean this, the whole idea of second life yeah you know which it, boy that didn't really never really took off the way they thought it would well but. it did take off for millions for a little little while a little while yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're, and and so the it's this idea that my life is nothing of what it what I wanted it to be so I need to explore someone else's life and live that now but you're a fan yes you're a fan of Texas Sports. You're a fan of the Houston Rockets, the Astros. The, yes. I mean, you're a fan of the Beatles. You're, yes. Very much so. What's the difference between being a fan and being a fanatic? I think it's this: how much are you investing? How much am I investing in the outcome? Emotionally investing. I, I always think about this. I, I, I'm always trying to gauge where am I investing my hope. Where am I investing my, my hope? My hope, my confidence. So my hopes and fears rest on the shoulders of some 19-year-old kid playing quarterback for my or, college football team. Yeah. Or 26-year-old kid or a man, still a young, young, a young man, man, Yeah, you know, playing for the Houston Texans. And I'm, and I'm so devastated by how he has performed for me. For us. Yeah. He has let us down. Then he's making all this money that I'm not making, right? Well, that's part of it, right? Yeah, but I'm not making any of their money, and he's on the spotlight, and he gets all the glory, so he needs to... So if he gets hurt, well, good. that he good. Deserved he it. deserved to get hurt because... Bring in that backup who throws who pick six on his first an interception. <laughs> <laughs> all those fans. Oh, yeah. And then we just go home and drink. And sulk and drink, and then go to their restaurants and pig out and get... <laughs> Batter. <laughs> this is why Houston is so overweight. Yes, yeah, they've got a constantly bad disappointed. Sport. Yeah, they have been, but I but think again with the Beatles. You know, so if I were to say to you, I do not think the Beatles are the greatest band of all time. I think they're overrated. I found their songwriting to be, you know, derivative and whatever. You know, you would say I would say that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but you, I, I would question your sanity. But you but, wouldn't feel compelled to punch me in the eye. No. Right? No. Yeah, but some people might. Some people do. Sure. What is that about? Well, I mean, and when the Beatles broke up, it was just this. And I get it. They Yoko did it. Yeah, of course. It's and now we got to find it. We got to find a scapegoat. Got to find somebody that we right? can blame. Which, uh, to where partly couldn't it be our heroes' fanatic- egos yeah. that were that tore them apart. But, but that was partly created by us, mm-hmm. right? And all the, and and of course, what this eventually led to is one of them getting murdered. Yeah. Right by a fanatic. Yeah. You know. And it's interesting how, and I still think it's this vicarity thing, that I'm living through you, so you got to do a better job of living my life for me than I can. So I, because my life is so awful, I need your life to be wonderful. Or if not awful, just boring. Yes. Plain. Lame. And this is, the, this is a sobering truth, and maybe this is what kept me up last night. Maybe it's what keeps me up any night, mm. is the sobering truth that my life is a lot more up to me than I would like to believe. Mm. Meaning, whenever I'm feeling down about any part of my life, uh, 
more on me than on some scapegoat out there. Now it's it's more it's comforting. No, Hal, it's the big banks. It's the it's, it's the, the politicians. Finance, it's the, it's yeah, the it's, it's talk the, radio. The government people. shutdown. It's MSNBC. It's Fox News. It's, it's Bill O'Reilly. It's John Stewart. It's somebody else out there. Or it's, it's my their fault. parents. It's or my parents. It's, it's my, my wife. It's the it's fact my that kids. the Georgia Bulldogs have had so many injuries That's this it. year that it's they're just cursed, and because of that, we're just I'm just gonna push the suspend button until next fall because my kid. Got shelled yesterday, which means he's not going to get a college baseball scholarship, which means I'm not going to have be able to pay for his college without having to sacrifice my golf membership and sell my Toyota. And so I'm just going to have to sit on the couch and get fat mm-hmm. and be at the mercy of everybody else's... Congress's decisions. Yeah. I mean... I'm just a helpless put-upon victim in this situation. And we don't take responsibility for uh, for our own health, for yeah. our own uh, state of mind, for uh, our own emotional well-being. So I feel a little better if I put on a jersey of uh Boston, yeah. uh, you know. David Ortiz, he's a winner. Yeah, Red Sox. Right? The Red Sox, they're winners. I'll wear their and, attire. And at least I can feel a little better about that. You know, what's interesting is I was talking to one of my clients, and sometimes, sometimes, and this is probably any any good things that come out of things I write or say, they just occasionally pop out. Yeah. And so I'll try them out again, and if it resonates the second time, <laughs> then okay. <laughs> I well, maybe write that down. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so I'm with a client who's going through a very, very tough time with her family, and uh, she's a 20-something-year-old girl, and... She she asked me, "Does it get better?" That was the big uh, video campaign a couple of years ago with mm. uh, encouraging uh, young people to come out. Oh, oh, homosexuality. Yeah, homosexuality. It gets better. It gets better. It gets better. Right? That was their phrase. And so, and that's you know, when you you've got a kid in junior high and you want to say, yeah, two, yeah, yeah, it does get you know. But here's what I said, and I'd never said this before, but I've been thinking about it ever since. Really questioning, do I believe this? But does it really get better? I said, you know what, it doesn't get better. But you do. That's a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Life is not going to all of a sudden turn around and everything goes your way. Because it, because the, the next game, Ortiz will strike out. Yeah. In that same situation. Yeah. Because... It might, and it might not. Right. Your city... I mean, think about Boston. The city itself was for a long time... Uh, you know, they they those sports fans must have felt like mm. cursed. Literally, they talked oh, sure. about they that. Talked right? about the, the curse of the Bambino forever. forever. Well, interesting. I saw Cubs guy, fans. Same well, thing. they're still cursed. But I saw Rick Warren, um, guy who wrote uh, "Purpose Driven Life," right, right, right. and senior now, pastor of that church, in, that church in uh, California, yeah, in California. Now devoting all the, all the money he's making from that book, um, he's devoting it to solving serious hunger problems in Africa. Right, they, the peace project, they yes. refer to that. Yeah, it's yeah. fascinating. Um, I saw him speak, and, and he and I talked about this, actually, is uh, because when that book came out, Purpose Driven Life came out, he it sold more copies, hard copies, than any other nonfiction book other than the Bible ever. Yeah. 
It was remarkable. I mean, he tapped into something. Million yeah. I mean, and, and unbelievable amounts of wealth. Yeah, and people who aren't right. like church going people were people buying who that. Were there buying that? It's book. crazy. And yeah. and he said, and as wonderful as that was, at the exact same time, my wife got cancer. Mm-hmm. And he said, and his son was struggling with mental illness. Who eventually took his own life last yeah. year. And so he said, uh, I used to think that life was a series of ups and downs. And now I don't. Now it's a train track. Yeah, yeah. Where so one, one track yeah. has good stuff, and one track has bad stuff, and it's always there. And they both go forward simultaneously. Yeah, and he and I were talking about that because at the time my first book came out, Screen Free Parenting, which was wonderful in so many ways and launched a, a new career for me, my wife got cancer Yeah. at the same time. And, and, and that happened again recently. Is uh, two weekends ago, while we were waiting anxiously to know if we were going to get a new contract with the army, mm-hmm. which is a huge boon for our business and and uh, for our nonprofit mission and and the chance to keep doing the work that we're doing with the army. Well, we're waiting on that, and at the same time, I'm also waiting to hear some biopsy results on my wife. And turns out, both answers were positive. One was yeah. yes, you got the army deal. One was yes, you have cancer. Again, and it just struck me, I I thought of that image again, that when we're riding the ups and downs of our team or our band or, you know, anything we put our hope in, uh, there, there, there is no, like, magical panacea to anything. There is no one more turn around the bend and then it's all, right. you know? Life is going to constantly be a mixed bag. Yes. There will be good and bad. And it's going to be harder than you think. Yeah. So the question is, do I really believe this? I think so. That I don't think it gets better, but, well, I, think we, but I think you do. Well, you can. You can, yeah. I think that's the thing. Right. Is uh, life's not going to certainly not get easier. No. Um, and the swings may kind you know, it may not swing as positively. Right. Uh, but 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 you can get better. And I would think, to the extent life ever does get easier, I think it's because you've gotten better at handling it. Yeah, that's what we're striving for. And, and what I like about that is that means I can do something about it. It means I, I I actually have some say in it. When I'm wearing somebody else's jersey, I have no say in that. Well, and this perspective that. I have to take ownership of this, yeah. and and I have to work on becoming a better person. Yeah, right. Uh, is what will enable you to get through those difficult turns. Right. I was watching the uh, um, Texas A and M kid uh, uh, Johnny Manziel. Johnny Football. Johnny Football the other day, and uh, I don't know if you saw this or not, but in the first uh, in the first quarter I of that game. It. He uh he was running, he's rolling out to his left, mm-hmm. and he jumps into the air to throw a pass, and before he even comes back down on the ground, he is clutching his knee. Mm. Now, apparently, I guess he's had trouble with his knee before or whatever. Mm. They put a brace on it, he came in, he played incredibly well. That guy has a ton of talent. But I did think, while he's rolling around on the sideline there, clutching his knee, now what, if that's, what if that's it? That's it, yeah. What if he's done? Mm. What then? Right. And when we've... Not become like when when we haven't worked on uh, matching our character to our abilities mm. to our talent level. Yeah, that's when we set ourselves up for a lot of potential trouble. 
when your talent level far exceeds mm-hmm. your character, mm-hmm. then something bad happens and takes it all away, and now we're lost. Because we cannot deal with right. the, the fact that tragedy has come our way. Tragedy is going to come. You're either, you know, I heard a guy once say, you're either uh, going through a storm right now, you've just come out of it, or you're about to hit one. It just is. Yeah. Even Jesus, the great philosopher, mm-hmm. said, uh, in this world, you will have trouble. It rains on the righteous people yep. and on the unrighteous people. In this people. world, just, just get used just to it. the same. Trouble is part of this world. And what's the, but what the miracle of it is, without those storms, we can't live anyways. Yeah. It's what feeds the earth and, you know. So, in all of that, how do we work on getting that kind of character? Like where we can reach the point where Rick Warren is, where he just says, you know, it's going to be part of my life, and I'm going to deal with what comes my way. I mean, I think he's he and his wife have handled this uh, recent situation with their son who who took his life Mm. remarkably gracefully. And, and humbly and honestly, and yeah. talk about how much they've questioned themselves and, and how the pain led them to some really, really dark places where they, they questioned their own sanity and questioned, do I want to keep living? I mean, myself, uh, it's... And and so you ask, how do we improve on that character? It, it's uh, Let's just start, and maybe it's the theme of this this podcast, but let's just start by an inventory. What am I putting my hope in? You know? I mean, yeah. how, much, how much hope am I putting in... Um, the next game of the uh, ALCS. How much? Oh, hope... if they don't win this game, mm. it's all over. How much hope am I putting in my daughter's ability to get scholarships? If she doesn't get a if scholarship, she get this we're score... sunk. Yeah. How much hope am I putting in this government shutdown? You if know? this government doesn't figure out a way to make this thing work, America could go away. Right. How much faith am I putting? How much of my hope rests in my identity as an American? Yeah. You know, all those kinds of things. Or my whiteness, or yeah. my education, or, you know... And Maleness. Yeah, the fact that we're white males in the 21st century, white male Americans in the 21st century, right? How much do, you know, do we put Talk our... about being born on third base. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. Something we absolutely didn't deserve. Um, but, or didn't earn in any way. Right. But it still comes down to the choices I make every day. All day. Every day. I still have choices to make. And those choices, it's the tritest thing in the world to say, but those choices will determine the outcome of my life, the choices I make with whatever hand I've been dealt. And so uh, people, you, you ask, how do you, you know, grow your character? It has to be my number one priority. Growth has to be my number one priority over comfort, over security, over anything else, my pursuit of growth. Yeah. And so that means, and this is something that that uh, I started taking seriously. I don't know, maybe eight years ago, mm-hmm. when I'm faced with decisions, there's a, a list that I run through. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that the decisions I make are financially responsible. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't want to become a burden on society or whatever. Sure. Uh, I want to make sure that they are aligned with my values, that they re- reflect what I consider to be important. You know, what's uh, you know my my family. Mm-hmm. I try to think through uh, what's going to put my family in the best position. But ultimately, the last decision is which of these is going to be the most formative mm-hmm. decision. If I choose A or if I choose B, which of these has the potential to grow me more? 
how make I me a better person. want to grow. Yeah, yeah, and turn yeah. me into the the kind of person sure. I want to become. And so often, that's so much the difficult choice to make. Well, because yeah, usually growth, growth involves <laughs> conflict, it involves struggle, it involves yeah. being underneath heavy weight, you know, and I don't like to do that, which is why we avoid the financial advisor, it's why we avoid the, you know, it's interesting, I'm going on today's show tomorrow morning, and we're talking about uh, routine marital fights or something like that, mm-hmm. and, and the producer's like, okay, how, you got 20 seconds about money, one thing, and say, the one thing you don't want to do is the one thing you have to do. Take all your receipts, all your stuff, go to a financial advisor, invoke, invite some objective yeah. right, perspective. Here are all into my monies. It. Can you tell me what is wrong with them? Yes. <laughs> do the one thing you're scared to do. Yeah. Step on the scales and actually see what does the objective weight reading say. It's the one thing we don't do. Spend less than you make. <laughs> And here's what you make, and like here's nobody what you're says. Oh, wait a second. Let me write that down. Yeah, like, exactly. Wait, I'm supposed Good to spend Lord. less. What? Why That's doesn't anybody talk genius. about this? Genius. <laughs> right? No, we don't Eat take our less. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Eat less. Move Ex- more. Move you know? more. Wait. Yeah. Let me write that down. Holy Ex- what is this what? exercise that you're talking about? Why don't? Why is this the first time I'm hearing of this? Right. But we don't go to that expert because it's embarrassing what we've done already, and yeah. we think you know that the one piece just go show it, swallow the pride, do it. Ah, it's difficult. Yeah. It's difficult. But I mean, it's why we don't see therapists, why we don't hire personal trainers, even though... We say we want to grow, but most people would choose comfort over growth. Yeah, we do. Then they can complain without ever having to change. No, most people will choose unhappy over uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I'll choose the misery that I know, because at least I know it. But doing something like that is weird, uncomfortable. I mean, maybe you need to go to visit with... Uh, and I have, I tell you, I've been in this conversation where you go and visit with the bankruptcy lawyer and say, Okay, what happens should this, if this right, goes there? 2008, man, it yeah. was a big struggle around yeah. here. And well, you had just bought a new house. And then it collapsed, and then the business, and then everything, I mean, everything you collapsed. You had renters, you were unable to sell your other house. Oh, it was and that, brutal. Yeah, yeah, and the business was, was struggling, and we had invested so everything we had in order to start this scream-free thing, right? And it was a struggle now that we didn't have to do bankruptcy, but um, we got to go have this conversation. It was painful. It was difficult. But remarkably, you know, that it's amazing. The one step that you take that you're reluctant to take is actually usually... The best step for you to take. Now, here's a question for you. Mm. Um, you went to see this attorney, and you you went yeah. to eventually to a financial advisor and all that kind of stuff. Was that your idea? Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, you know what? It was both of us. We were just. But I I think I'm. We were talking, talking, and it was finally. It may have been me. Just say we need to do this. Yeah. You know, and and it got to this. It's interesting when you get to a place where you are resolved. I remember when I used to play baseball. And it would start raining on you. Mm-hmm. You have to make up your mind. It's going to rain, and I'm going to stand here in the rain. Mm. And you just have to like flip a switch. You can't be. Is it? Is oh, it not? Is it, is it not? Is can it I not? dance around it, and not get not? wet? Can I hide is behind it? my glove or whatever? I'm just going to stand here in the rain. Meanwhile, the ball gets hit over your head. Because you're going, <laughs> is it? Is it not? Should but I? But when adjust? you get to the place where you just decide, I'm going to be okay standing in the rain. Mm-hmm. It's much easier to concentrate and play baseball. And 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 it's interesting. I remember with that conversation about do we go see the bankruptcy lawyer, it just got calmer that we need to do this. Yeah. 
And and when you say things like that in that way, it we're is, going to do this. Yeah, we it's, we're yeah. going to do this. And, and but you I mean hear the tone of my voice? It's somber, but it's not morose. It's the it's not anxious. No, that's the deal. It's it's re, it's removed yeah. of anxiety. It's not should we, would we, maybe, huh? We need to do this. Yeah. And and there are times when that has to happen. It's interesting, man. Sometimes when you do that with your kids, you'll be amazed at their response back because it's comforting in some way. Sure. Like, you know, I was talking with my daughter yesterday, and she was gone too long, longer than she said she was going to. It wasn't past curfew, but it was longer than she said. And I just said, you need to come home. And she initially protested mm-hmm. via text. I, di- I didn't respond. Um, and then when she got home, she was cuddly. Yeah. You know, which for a 16-year-old girl, it, uh, it's it, unusual. it don't happen very yeah. often. But they love it when you get that resolution is a sign of growth. Decisiveness is a sign that you're growing, deciding to deal with it as it is, rather than still hem and haw and hope for it to be other than it is. Now, we are not saying you should stop rooting for your home team. No. Root for them. Sure. Cheer for them. Hope for the best. Every year, every team starts undefeated. Every year, every team Mm. thinks they have a chance to go undefeated, right? So, okay, but when the inevitable happens, when the quarterback throws a pick six, when the running back drops the ball, when the coach makes a bonehead call, all of that stuff, you're going to be okay. And and here's an extra discipline for you to do. Skip a game. Just one. Just just skip it. Pick one. See what happens to your life. <laughs> Do something with Go your family outside. instead. Yeah. Go uh, make something with your hands. And I say Go this to the gym. Skip one of your kids' games. One. Just don't go. Yeah. You know? And don't and don't send one parent who's texting you the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Just don't go. It's your kid's game. Let her enjoy it. You watch uh, you or watch, struggle with you it. You watch Modern Family? Yes. Have you seen the last one? No, I haven't seen it. I've got a DVR. Okay. So uh, shut uh, up. That's a that's a, a, a an important little uh, okay, piece good. to it. Yeah. All right. All right. Hey, we uh, a, a couple of little housekeeping things that yes. I wanted to bring people up to speed on. Uh, first of all, uh, your wife with uh, cancer. Melanoma. We will know more um, at the end of today. She's got a surgical consult. We know she's going to have surgery. As far as we know, they caught it early. Yes, that's stage one. And everyone one. is optimistic. Everyone's optimistic that the, the, the one scary thing we've heard so far is preventative chemo. And because she had to do chemo so much the first time she mm-hmm. had cancer eight years ago, that's the one thing we want to avoid. Okay. So uh, the good, good news is it was caught early. Very, very early. And everyone is optimistic and we'll know more and after we'll, we get the results. And we'll say tests. more in the next podcast. Okay. The second thing is... Um, uh, I, I've gotten so much good feedback on the podcast. Oh, really? Good, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was talking to a guy yesterday at church, uh, mm-hmm. two guys. In fact, one guy came up and he said, uh, my wife and I just love listening to you guys. And this is what he said. Uh, we love it because you and Hal refuse to be distracted by the fact that there are microphones in the room. And it's just listening in on a conversation. Oh, interesting. And he said, uh, it's it's infectious. And so, like, sometimes he, he said, John, you'll ask a question to Hal, and we'll start answering it. Oh, and then wow. Hal will jump in, and we find ourselves talking to the podcast. Wow. And then I had a, a woman come up to me and say, uh, it feels like I'm eavesdropping on the kinds of conversations that my husband probably has with his friends. Wow. So that uh, those are... Two. That's cool. So we know at least two people are listening. We've got there. two we listeners. There's <laughs> two listeners. Uh, the last thing I wanted to mention to everybody is um, uh, the Scream Free does a ton of work with the military. Yes. Obviously, you've heard us refer to that several times. Yes. Um, one of the most important things that we do every year 
is uh, a retreat for married couples. Yes. And you did this. What, what was the last it was, one? It was, last one was in February, and we'll be doing another one this February. But it's couples from around the world, and they have to submit an application to get to come to this retreat. And we have colonels, and we have private first classes. And, and they're all spouses. sitting in the same room With around no uni- round tables together. Yes, no uniforms. It's 30 couples, and they go through this weekend where they, they get lessons from us. They get one-on-one coaching with one of our trained coaches. They mm-hmm. also get free time at a great resort where they can play golf. They can go uh, tool around, ride bikes, and just enjoy. You can imagine for a, a married couple in the military environment, the, the stresses that is placed on them with deployments and and trying to re-engage and, and all that, yeah. just to have a weekend away has got to just be... From kids, yeah. from uh, trauma, from war, from shut, government shutdowns, <laughs> you know, they, and furloughs. They just get to be with each other for this couple. It is the best thing I get to do professionally. So the Scream Free Institute is hosting a fundraiser on November 1st. Called The Big Scream. And we are going to use that as an opportunity to raise awareness for the uh, struggles that military couples are uh, undergoing, yep. for the work that we do with yep. military couples, and then also just to raise some money. For to pay for these retreats. You can imagine this, this uh, retreat, doesn't, it's not free. No. Uh, so, so, but we are, have agreed to pay for this, and so we are raising funds. And the event is already completely paid for, so every dollar that comes in goes directly to these retreats. It doesn't pay anybody's salaries or anything like that, not even admin fees. It just goes directly to fund these retreats, 100%. So for our two listeners out there, One, where, two. where would they go if they wanted to get more information? Screamfree.com, and there's a big link on there for the big scream. And they could do what? They, they, could, they could watch videos about this. They could share that video with others. Again, we want to increase awareness, right, about the struggles that these couples... And so we've got videos of interviews with actual couples that have gone mm-hmm. through the retreat, how it's benefited them, but I can go and they can be a part of this mission to serve those who so wonderfully serve us. So I would encourage everybody, go to ScreamFree.com and check out the information there on the big scream. Thank you so much for listening to us. Um, my name is John, mm-hmm. he is Hal, and we are a couple of guys trying to calm down so we can grow up and get closer to the people who matter most. We'll talk to you more next week. See ya.